Welcome to the frozen tundra. That is the Carla Marine Anthony My Day Friday slash Twitch show studio. Listen, being a homeowner, they tell you, they do tell you. It's not one of those the things they don't tell you about being a homeowner. They tell you all the things you're going to have to deal with. And two years into the process, I finally have something broken. Which is? A heater. Yeah. So, and just and, in this room. And the way that Carla Marie's heat works is like, there's no, it's not central heating. No, it's like each, they're not radiators or radiators, however people say them. Um, it's all electric. So each room kind of like has its own little contraption. Um, some of them are wall heaters. Some of them are, mm, what is that called? Like a, a vent? I don't know. Either way, we got to get a heater fixed. I got to so go Carla bring Marie's, a whole wall heater to FedEx and mail it out. As we record this podcast, Carla Marie is wearing um, a robe. Where'd you get that robe? Uh, That's like a promotional robe of some yeah, sort, right? below deck. It's embroidered <laughs> yeah. with your name on it. <laughs> it is. It's and, so warm. And that's what Carla Marie is. She's basically been using it like a Snuggie. It's freezing in this house. <laughs> so as we kick off the My Day Friday podcast, just wanted to let you know kind of what we are experiencing. Mm. And if it's cold by you, if you're in the Cleveland area, maybe. Yep. I know it's been pretty chilly there. We slightly feel your pain in a much more comfortable way. Hey, this is Kaiser. Hello, guys. This is Nico and Vince right here. Hi, this is C. I'm Lily Allen. Hey, it's Charlie XCX. Hey, I'm Iggy Azalea, and you're listening to Carla Marie and Anthony. It's my day Friday. It's my day Friday. It's my day Friday. My day Friday. It's my day Friday, baby. Bitches. Bitch. Bitches. Roll up. <laughs> Roll up. Welcome to the My Day Friday podcast. I feel like I've said that three times now. You today have. February 4th, 2022. <gasps> what oh, my God. That means six years ago tomorrow. Yes. Would have been that last Monday, Friday that we recorded as people working for Albus Run in the morning show. Yeah. Um, in that studio. And we set out on our cross-country road trip to move to Seattle. February six years 5th. ago tomorrow. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's been, a, it's been an interesting journey, to say the least. Oh and it was, you know, what's interesting, and we are going to talk about the drinks that we had yesterday at the Space Needle, what? Um, <laughs> because it was one of the cooler experiences yeah. uh, we've been able to partake in here in Seattle. But one of the things we were talking about when we realized how long we have been mm-hmm. in the city of Seattle was, you know, we both grew up in New Jersey, right? That's that's our home. That's where our families yeah. are. That's where we were born. But. We we grew up or matured, matured. differently in Seattle. I know. It was I, a different part of our lives. I was like, we were raised in Jersey, but did we grow up here? Like, no. I no, We say, still grew up in Jersey. Right. I grew up in Jersey, but like, grow up in the sense of like, whatever you do in your 20s, I would say. But like Anthony pointed out, like, we matured here. Yeah. And then we kind of just like have a better, I guess, better sense of self, you know, than yeah. we did in our 20s, which is when we lived in Jersey. I mean, you are a homeowner, and I think we are the approximate size and age of adults. I don't know if we are adults yet. I'm not the size of an adult. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You are kid-sized. But I think maybe we we started our transition to adulthood in Seattle. I hope it never transitions fully. I don't know if you ever do. I think that's one of those things, like, I used to tell, um, even in my 20s, I would say this to our interns that we had yeah. at Elvis Duran in the morning show. Like, oh, my God, once I graduate, I've got to become an adult. And I would say, no, you have to understand the whole adult thing, it's all fake. Yeah, no one like, knows what they're doing. It's Everyone's pretending. It's something that, like, society makes you chase forever, but you never get there. Mm-hmm. There was a meme I saw recently that was like, 
Uh, your childhood is spent wishing you were an adult, and your adulthood is spent wishing you were a child. Ugh. Something like that. Ugh. Um, I'm sure it was said in a much more profound way. I don't like than it. I just, than I just stated it. Uh, but this does mark, and you're probably, if you're not listening to it on Friday, we've now crossed the six-year threshold from leaving New Jersey. Well, tomorrow. Yeah. But I'm saying if you're, if you're not listening uh, to this podcast on today, a Friday, it is, on a yeah, Friday, okay. we have crossed that threshold while you're listening it's to it. It's just crazy. Six years is an insane amount of time. It is. To do anything. We could have gotten our master's. Damn it. I went all the way back to school, which I don't want to do. No. And gotten our master's, which I also don't want to do. <laughs> well, it depends what it's in. What would you get your master's in? Environmental science. Not worth it. Yeah, I'd be too depressed, actually. Well, there's that. And I'm not saying if, if that's your path right now. I'm just saying that. Shit on that. No, no. Because I know why you want to do it. You mm-hmm. want to be a park ranger. Yeah, not worth you it. You don't make enough money as no. a park ranger no. to warrant getting a master's degree. No. <clears throat> it's one of those weird conundrums You in should, life. once you graduate college, there should be a certain, like, list of degrees or area, not degrees, um, majors for any college in America, right? So I did four years. I should be able to go get my environmental science degree in two years wherever I want. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to do all the BS. Like, I should. But it's not always like that because some schools won't let you do that. Well, no, most of, like, your electives and stuff, you can knock those out, right? You show them your transcripts. You say, oh, I took, you know, algebra two. I don't don't think it works like that. Oh, well, again, I'm not going back to school. I, I think I will. You don't think you'll ever go back? No, I think anything I need to learn, I can learn from the internet. I know that sounds scary, right? Because people are learning probably wrong information from the internet. Yeah, yeah, so. But I think that anything I need to do, right, with the equipment that I would need to use in a future endeavor or, yeah. or programs or whatever, no, but I can learn online. No, okay, yes, of course. But you don't think you, like, intellectually, I'm not talking about using Pro Tools or Adobe Edition. Yeah. I'm talking about a different passion or something else. Like, you don't think intellectually, Anthony, that you would want to know more and be more. I don't know if I can get more intellectual than okay. I currently no, am. No, you're, answer it, for <sighs> real. No, I don't. I, I would not go back to school. And You should. Again, I think that anything that I need to learn at this point I can learn from a book or the internet or a, or a course or a, a lecture series. Mm. I think there are a, a podcast. There are a lot of different avenues uh, to get to attain knowledge today. I think that is a fair argument, but I don't know that it is a correct argument. Why? What I'm going to be a philosophy major. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. I hate it. I love philosophy until they were like, read this book. And I was like, it's too long. Goodbye. I, uh, I did. Pretty well in philosophy, but at Seton Hall, because it's a Catholic school. Oh, are they even allowed to talk about it? Yes. Um, we had the option, because like your prerequisites, there needed to be a, a total of four courses. Okay. Okay. Or 12 credits. You had to take at least one religion class and at least one philosophy class. Okay. Oh. Are you following? Yeah. So yes. each of those classes would be three credits. Mm-hmm. As long as you took one of each, the other two didn't matter. So you could take three religion classes and one philosophy. philosophy. You could split so it in half. What did you do? I did three religion and one philosophy. And I, I crushed the religion classes. So what you do? What religion classes did you take? There, so everyone, I believe, at Seton Hall had to take um, 
it was like introduction to the catechism of the cl- the Catholic Church. <sighs> and that's really like specifically the Catholic Church's rules. I feel rules. like after how many years of CCD, I should do well in that class. Yeah, but you have to but remember, have I'm to- not Catholic. Yeah. CCD wasn't a thing. Sunday school for us was very different being Syrian Orthodox than it was, I'm sure, for Catholics. Um, And at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's all about Jesus, the Holy Spirit, God, all that stuff. Like, so there's similarities, obviously. It's not a completely different religion. I hated having to go to CCD. So we had, I did a catechism of the Catholic Church. That was a weird class. Mainly because... The professor that we had, when I remember, the only thing I really remember from it, we had this little book called The Catechism of the Catholic Church, which was super boring, um, much like any guidebook is. Right. Guidebooks are boring, yeah. whether it's religion, whether it's learning how to work on your car. It's an instructional book, right? But our, I remember our professor was talking about how she didn't let her daughter watch The Little Mermaid because it was all about how a daughter didn't have to listen to her father, and there was some sort of like religious context. There's that she way worse reasons why your daughter should not yeah. like watch Little Mermaid. Um, That's not it. Oh, and then part of it's also she makes a deal with the devil, Ursula. In Ursula. Okay, but that's not Ursula's a fucking octopus. But in in my catechism of the Catholic Church's professor's mind. She represented a deal with the devil, which I, I understand yeah. that. This right? lady, see what the part she's missing, because the Catholic Church is probably like, we don't care about this part. Do it, is she gave up everything for a man. Yeah, people do that for That's love sometimes. That's the worst part. No, it wasn't for love. She's an idiot. She barely knew him. <laughs> Prince Eric, I think, up. No, and this is where I understand that part of The Little Mermaid. Yeah. I think what we are missing, though, in that condensed synopsis of mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid is Prince Eric, I don't believe Prince Eric was her, the goal she was trying to she attain. She wanted out. She wanted out. Prince Eric was her ticket. So she was, so so Ariel's a bitch. She used I think I think Ariel is a lot smarter than we've given her credit for. Mm-hmm. She saw an opportunity. She's a fork as a hairbrush. What are you talking about? <laughs> she had gizmos and gaz- gadgets galore. Um, I think she saw Prince Eric as her ticket and it was like, if that's what I need to do to get out of this place mm. and go where the people are, mm-hmm. where she can see him dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Uh, feet. feet. She wanted to go up where they walk and up where they run. <laughs> she wanted to play all day in the sun. Um, <laughs> Prince Eric was her ticket there. Okay. And who knows? May, we There's no Little got, Mermaid 2. Maybe yeah. they, she dumped his ass. Like, Spoiler that would alert. be so realistic if they did that. Yeah. But they didn't. Like, what was the name of the really rich guy that Anna Nicole uh, Smith, was that her name? Yeah, I, was, I thought we were talking Disney, so I was very confused. No, no, no. The super rich guy. Hugh that's... Hefner? No, no, no. But that was, that, Prince Eric was her rich old guy. Okay. He just was younger, a prince, and had legs. Okay. Um. Okay, you know, so... so Catechism Your teacher of the Catholic said Church. no Little Mermaid for yeah. anybody and in that's the class. The only thing I really remember from that class. Then I took Introduction to the Bible, which was a phenomenal class. I bet that's actually interesting. And then the same professor I had for, um, and I loved. I'm actually mad at myself for not remembering this professor's name because I loved him. Oh, it doesn't One of the matter. better professors I've it. had. It's okay. That doesn't mean you don't love them. And then I had um, a world religion class, which was the first. Of those three religion classes I took that didn't involve just learning about um, Christianity. Okay, that was capacity. the professor you loved? Both of those classes, yeah. Okay. 
the last two. And then I, my junior year or senior year, I had, that's when I had to take philosophy. I took philosophy freshman year, and there's no, you know, no freshman should be taking that because the words are too big at that point. I disagree. I think every freshman should. I think I would like it way more now. You know, I actually took, I'm glad you said that, Carla Marie. The last time I was in New Jersey, uh, I, was, I was going through a bunch of stuff in my parents' attic, and I found this, like, random, it's a small book, but it's some sort of, like, philosophical questions you can ask yourself. It's downstairs right now. So if you wanted to get into philosophy. You brought one of those books into this house? Yeah. Oh. I did. Um, I just remember Socrates and what's the uh, the complex one like you like your parent? The weird one. Uh, Oedipus? No. Oedipus complex. Yeah, because the story of Oedipus was he was abandoned, uh, not abandoned, um, basically like sent away as a baby. Yes. Then he comes back, kills his dad, even though he doesn't know it's his dad, because he wants to take the throne, and then sleeps with his mom, even though Ugh. at the time he doesn't know that it's his mom. So then, why? So then, if he didn't know what he was doing, why would we call it Oedipus Complex when a kid actually likes their parents? Because it's still what he did. Oh, okay. Whether There's he the knew other or not, one. He still did the thing. There's the other one, the weird one. What are you talking? There's about? another one that's similar, where it's like. You don't want your kid to have that, and it's a philosophical thing. <laughs> thinking Marie is that we don't want our kids to be thinking Marie's. I don't know. <sighs> what I don't know what you're trying to say. There's another one that you're like, oh, I can't. No, oh, uh, the one about you always think about penises. <laughs> Penis envy. Phallic, phallic. <laughs> what are you saying? There are philosophy majors right now that are reporting this podcast. Um, no. It's on the tip of my tongue. Look, you have. I don't know how to. I don't what know. What are you going to Google? I, that's the problem. I, philosophy about dicks? <laughs> it's something about. I don't know. You're looking at me to like fill in the blank here, which normally is it's something we do pretty well, but it's it's when you Sam always says it to me. What? Sam from Elvis's show? Also, while Carla Marie's looking Thinking. it up, Sam does have a brand new podcast oh, yeah. she's doing with her fiance, which is a weird word to say. Um, oh, the Fro- Freudian slip. That doesn't just have to do with penises. I know, but I could. That's how I got to him. A Freudian slip. Okay. Do you know what a Freudian slip is? It's when you say something, you're like, "Oh, oh, I didn't mean that," but your back of your mind did mean that. Kind of, yeah. That's basically it's it. Subconscious. Yeah. All of that for Freudian slip. Um, but after you're done with listening to this podcast, or if you've just decided at this moment you're done forever <laughs> because of that experience. Uh, Sam does have a podcast with her fiance, Bill William, William, and uh, it's, it's called, all about them going through the process it's called of Bam- getting married. Sorry, I didn't want you to even say the name. Oh, well, that's next. Bam Wedding Podcast. Okay, why? Uh, because Bam is Bill and Sam. Exactly. So that's why I said Bill originally. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'd be called the Wham Said uh, Wedding Podcast. And I would actually like that better. Wham Wedding. Yeah. What idiots? Yeah. I'm calling it Wham Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Does Wham sing Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go? Yes. That is Wham, right? So good. And that's uh, George Michael. He's in Wham. Mm-hmm. He follows me on Twitter. George Michael? I, he follows a lot of people, though, for some reason. Although, 
and this is, I do hope to get to this point in life. Um, and no offense to all the people who I've, I've had great conversations with on social media. I do hope to get to a point in life where I don't need to open social media anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like George Michael does not do his own social media. No, I think he does. No, there's an agency that nope. does his stuff. Just like we all got followed by Hillary Duff that one day. Like she was out there just following everybody all willy nilly. Um, I want someone like that. I want someone who's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to follow all the right accounts for you. I'm going to post. I'll use all the hashtags. I think I'll do all the things. And then I can log in whenever I feel like it and like be on the app and go on rent. And, and then that's it. And then they'll have to clean up my mess once I like annoy people on Twitter. Uh, Wait, George Michael. Oh, wait, maybe he doesn't. I don't follow him. Oh, my God. How dare you? What are you looking up right now? George Michael's Twitter to see. I don't think that's who I'm thinking about. Uh, I think Boy Topanga. George? Yeah, he follows you, me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I am my mother. <laughs> Boy George follows me. Listen, they're both Georges. I get it. It makes sense. He, Boy George follows you. Now, Boy George was Culture Club, correct? Yes, maybe. I don't, I'm don't. i not answering anything anymore because I don't actually know. Can you just, it has to say it is profile, no? Like, known from. You know a good drag queen when you see one. <laughs> That's what his profile <laughs> says. I mean, he's not wrong. You do know. A, although, if you're a phenomenal drag queen, are you supposed to know? Like, if you're a good enough drag queen, should I be confused that you are a drag queen? That's a question for all the drag queens out there. Um, Boy George is 60 years old. Uh, Culture Club. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Did you ever go, this is a very random tangent, to the Culture Club in New York City? I don't know what that is. It was like an 80s-inspired lounge. They had, um, when I, by the time I went which I think Culture Club was kind of on its, like, downturn. I don't know if it exists anymore. I'd like anymore. to go to an 80s-inspired lounge now. It was it was a huge place for, like, uh, bachelorette parties. Okay. I don't I like know it. if – I don't think it was considered a gay bar, but I know the gay community also went there a lot. Um, it was an 80s-inspired bar, so, like, everything from the decor, the drinks, like, everything. It was a theme bar, essentially. And then upstairs – they had a place, I want to say it was called Nirvana, and that was a 90s-inspired Love to bar. see it. And the one thing that I remember, because I went, I was way too young to be going to bars at the time, but I went there with a bunch of my older cousins, we'll, upstairs to Nirvana, and one of, like, the VIP tables you could get was built into, like, an old white Bronco, like the car that OJ oh. took on his slow-speed chase. So it was well, things this, like that. So this is like the selfie museum, but a bar. Yeah, before, like, Instagram was a thing, yeah. yeah. But like Culture Club was a good time. I mean, it was, especially, I, I, I want to say I went at, like, 17 or 18 years old. Here's why that wouldn't work today. Why? Because it would turn into an Instagram thing, and everyone would be taking pictures, and it would be very um, gimmicky, I think. But it, it was gimmicky. But That's I, the whole, thing. The whole have, thing was a gimmick. But it's not because you're enjoying it. When you're there to take photos, it's, like, people wouldn't be there to enjoy Oh, I see what for you're what it is. People wouldn't actually, like, jump into the experience and have fun. They would just be there to take pictures. Pictures and leave. Maybe. Maybe. It was a fun bar, though. And mainly because I love late 80s, early 90s dance music. So, like, <laughs> you, that's just my spot. Okay. You should make a playlist and share it with the class. I got a lot of playlists I got to make. People were asking for my dance hall at I Get Dawn playlist. People were ans- uh, asking 
I still, there's like 2,000 people that follow my pop punk playlist now. It's nuts. Yeah. Well, because we're all getting ready for when we were young. Um, the other thing, and we've gone way longer than I expected to before we got into this subject, but when we were having drinks yesterday at the oh, Space Needle, which right. if you're in the Seattle area, especially for Valentine's Day, um, it's a great experience if you can reserve it, but you've got to like book ahead because mm-hmm. it's limited seating. And if you're visiting Seattle, do it. it's the Loop Lounge is what it's called. Yes, at the Space Needle. So there was what we hypothesized as a first or second date, an early date. We need to talk about that. Was this. a couple tables away from us. Like, first of all, I think people on first and beginning dates talk louder than. People who are, I can see. That. I think you're kind of posturizing a little bit. You're like showing that you're exciting. You don't want to be like your lame ass self, so maybe you turn the decibel up a little bit. Like right off the bat, this guy was saying, "Oh, you've been dancing through my head." <laughs> that was a weird. Statement. And I was like, "Ah!" Uh, and for that reason, I am out. But what Carla Marie was saying before we get into the yes. other things we've heard, you thought for an early date, which is what we think this was, mm-hmm. that. The Space Needle and the Loop Lounge specifically was a little overboard and almost like love bombing. Based on Anthony's standards. Yeah. Because Anthony has said so many times, first dates, it should just be like something quick, at a bar, a drink, or whatever. It shouldn't be anything fancy. Even dinner for a first date is a bit much, is what Anthony has said. Okay. Now, all of a sudden, we're at this romantic, a million feet in the air, looking out into Seattle. It's so romantic. Anthony's like, oh, this isn't bad for a first It was, date. yeah, the, the Loop Lounge, which is on the rotating level yeah. of the Space Needle. It's like 55 stories up, something like that. And if this was a fancy sit-down dinner with, like, lobster and craziness and whatnot, I th- I would say you're right, Carla Marie. No, I am. The Loop Lounge, however, and it sounds like we're doing an ad. They're not paying us no. for any of this. The way that it's set up, you buy, like, a, a drink package. So you could do, like, a wine package or, like, a fancy night frozen nitrogen yeah. drink package. And I think it's actually a perfect date spot because the drinks are so unique. There's, like, a spectacle to the drinks, especially if you do the the, the, the liquid nitrogen one mm-hmm. because there's, like, smoke this and everything. talk about. And I do. I think it's a, they're great talking points. You're trying drinks that are done a little differently. So even if you're... It gives you something to talk about. Like, oh, I, I've never had a margarita prepared this way, and you start talking about it that way. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's a phenomenal early date place. And you get the uh, the fact that it's on a rotating, like, floor and the the uh, novelty of the Space Needle itself. But then where do you go after that? Just to a regular bar where nothing is moving and if you don't goes, have flowing oxide or whatever it is? If it <laughs> goes well, you go home that night and you uh, seal the deal. Otherwise, I, I don't know. I think you can then. I actually, I take that back. I do know where you go next, Carla Marie. For your after, second date, for the second or the day after the loop yeah. lounge, because you're trying different types of drinks, right? Mm. Let's say you and your date love the margarita that they had. Now, one of you says, "Oh, I know a great margarita bar. Mm. If we both like margaritas, or if we both like paper planes, or we both like Negronis, you then you take like your next step is." A place that specializes in those okay, types of so drinks. Okay, so based on our date, yes, we both did love the margarita. Yes. Where are you taking me on our next date? Oh, I, I'm busy that day. <laughs> um, I don't know. Chili's? Like, this is why Chili's our, has our relationship right? works. Because if you had to 
fully like do a real relationship in today's not not this isn't real like with a stranger and take them on date after date and you wouldn't do it like you 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 would give up because you're like oh I forgot to plan or I fell asleep and I took a nap and I I didn't text you back to go on this date and I just spent six hours at the gym and oh I can't come because I have to boil 65 eggs sorry like okay some of that is true <laughs> some of that is true like I did Oftentimes, I would fall asleep or whatever and not text a girl back, and they'd be like, are you dead? No, I just went to sleep. Um, I do spend I a lot of time it. at the gym, which anyone I've dated has understood, thankfully. Um, like, think about my college girlfriend. I, had to, I did a throwing workout for Javelin. I did a running workout and a weight training workout almost every single day for, for my sophomore and junior years of, of college, which is when I was dating her. And she, like, just didn't see me, which is probably better off for her. Yeah. Um, no, I I'm think, just saying I don't think you I, could. I disagree only on one principle. Successfully. I agree with you on some of those points, Carla Marie. But I disagree with, I think I would be able to plan some cool, fun dates. Now, the difference. I'll believe it. The difference. No, and this is all, all joking aside. Okay. The difference with how our relationship has gone mm-hmm. is Work has allowed us to do a lot of crazy things. So it's some of the things that we probably would have done as a date, we just got to do anyway. Correct. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just a thing. Uh, But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I can't see you, Anthony, being like, oh, I made us reservations somewhere. I'm not really a reservation person. (laughs) But I've done it from time to time. <laughs> I don't think I like places where you have to make a res- I like walking in. I like flying by the seat of my pants. Because you don't plan. Yeah. Okay. But I will say. Listen, I'm all for like uh, being, what's that word? Not serendipitous. Word where you just. Spontaneous. Thank you. <laughs> all for being spontaneous, but at some point. You need to have where, like, someone's like, I planned this for you, right? There's something where at some point in your relationship, both of you at separate moments, you'd be like, I planned this for us. That's fair. Yeah, I guess I'll do that one day. I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point, I guess. Um, no, but I think I could, like, I have in the past planned fun things and had fun experiences. Yes, you have. For, like, first dates, second dates, whatever, with, with, with women. Mainly, and the only reason I know that is because I think I've only had one ever, like, first date that didn't end up as something else. But we talked about that woman recently. She ended up engaged, like, six months later. So I don't think I was really her person to begin with. I don't remember. I, we talked about this recently. Like, within the last couple podcasts, I believe. Maybe it was Twitch shows. There's a lot we talk about that I, I forget. In real life, too. Um, but there was a woman who I met, actually, and happy birthday to Scary Jones, because I was I met Scary at, like, some random weekday party mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Okay, I remember. We did talk about this. And she lived in Poughkeepsie. Yes. Is this refreshing your memory? Yes, got we it. Went out. Um, we went out to a place that had, like, sushi on the, the little conveyor so belt. So you planned that? Yeah. Yeah, the conveyor belt sushi place. Now, I'd been there plenty of times before, That's like fine. for lunch, but she thought she was impressed. It's a good meal. <laughs> uh, and then that was it. And then she disappeared and she was engaged six months later. 
Do you think she goes to conveyor belt sushi places and thinks of you every time? I hope not. Because I'm pretty sure she's married. She should just, I don't know. This doesn't mean you can't think of people. I'm I don't not saying like ever. She <laughs> broke my heart. No, she didn't. I'm not saying she fantasizes about you. Like she like. Well, she should also fantasize about you. You mean you don't like think of like, oh, that reminds me of someone that I was with? You don't have that? Um, I guess I do, yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. What it? What is it? What is it? What it makes you? I'm kidding. I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. I do think there's actually one specific scenario, and it was a girl who I was like, we were definitely flirting. We were friends first. We were definitely flirting, and then there were a couple moments where I thought like one of us would make the move, right? Mm-hmm. And one of those moments uh, was during the summer. She came over to watch Game of Thrones. And I'll never forget this. Like, we were both big Game of Thrones fans watching the show. And the show ended with, like, a pretty messed up scene. Mm -hmm. Not something that really gets the flirty juices going. That's a weird sentence. Mm. And I remember, like, the, the scene just ends in its disturbing fashion. And we just kind of, like, looked at each other. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll, uh, I'll drive you home now. <laughs> then I just drove her home. But what, it, but what does that, that have it. to do with reminding you of things? So Game of Thrones, specifically, like, the, a couple characters in the show will remind me of that moment, which okay. then reminds me of, of her. Okay. And she's still a friend. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. there's nothing, uh, it's not a bad thing. But, yeah, that, that ruined it. That's funny. Because it was, like, a nope. incestual, right. aggressive. Okay. Sex scene that I did not like. No one did. So, <laughs> I kind of ruined it. All right. That's fair. That's not really, like, it would actually be more messed up, I think, if you did hook up after that. Oh, absolutely. And then we, we joked about that later on. Good. Um, I'm happy about that for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, back to the loop lounge. I still don't think, <laughs> I still don't think, I disagree with Carla Marie in, in that, it was too much or over the top for a first date. Now, I don't say over the top, but I think I think a second date, I think a first date, like, I don't know. I feel like a first date spot should be somewhere where you could take all of your first dates. You could still take all of your first dates there. But the other thing that he said later on, which then I was like, okay, maybe oh, yeah, this well, guy is crazy. There were two things. Was, and he said it very loud. It's not like we were eavesdropping. 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 He said, yeah, we should definitely go to Amsterdam together. And I know we were, is that when we both cracked up laughing? Yeah. There was something else, I no, swear. That was, it. that was it. He said, we should definitely go to Amsterdam together. And we were both, we both looked at each other because he said it so loud that it like cut through our conversation. Okay. And we both were like, okay, that's absurd. However, I feel like I have said crazier things to, like, the, like he, did he actually mean it? I don't know. Like, I meet people, and I'm like, oh, my God, we should totally, like, I don't know, there yeah. Were some, there were some follow-up things that he said where I was like, he's really trying to get this girl to fly to Amsterdam with him. Sounds fun. Or maybe he's paying. You know? When they left, Anthony was like, yeah, they're definitely having sex tonight. I said, I hope they do. No. Did I? Oh, whatever I said. I had a couple drinks. Could have said anything. <laughs> but the drinks were fantastic. Oh, my God, so good. Um, There's, like... Every drink that they bring, you don't choose. They just no. Okay, you can choose. It's like a flight, though. It's like a there's chef's a, plate. There's a flight, yeah, but you can also choose drinks. It depends on the what in the weeknight you go. Yeah. And we got whatever the liquid nitrogen package 
inspired drinks. And they throw it on the floor. <laughs> it is pretty cool. Um, what there is one other thing. Oh, Discord is the oh. last thing I wanted to say. So if you are familiar with Discord, which is a, a messaging community building like social platform mm-hmm. or app, app and desktop, we will have the link in the description of this podcast to join our specific Discord server. If you have no idea what that means, mm-hmm. but you'd like some information, you can email us. It's yep. hello at carlamarianthony.com. Hello at carlamarianthony.com. And the reason I'm saying that twice is we are, that's the only email that we're checking on a semi-consistent basis now. Yeah. So anything else we may have said on this podcast in the oh, past. Oh, I never thought about that. Don't use those anymore. And I wish there was a way to like delete just that from the, all of our podcasts. The link is in the description. Um, it's free. You just, Discord? Yep. Yeah. Click it, sign up, and it's just a bunch of people chatting. Yeah, we've got over 100 people in there in our little Carla Marie Anthony show community now. And you can adjust notifications so you don't get alerted all the time. You can have it set where, like, only when someone ats you, like it's at worse Anthony or whatever. If you use Slack for work, it's basically Slack for nerds. Okay. So definitely check that out if you're interested. The link is in the description of this podcast. And you can always email us, honestly, yeah. at hello at carlamarianthony.com. Hello at carlamarianthony.com. If you've got advice you need, something you want to talk about, something you think we might like talking about on the show or on Twitch, you can definitely do that. And the last thing we're going to leave you with are two other things in the description of this podcast. One is the link to our Twitch channel. Yes, always there. And the second is a link to our newsletter. Very important. Both of those are unbelievably important. And Carla Marie just bounced up with a bunch of energy. What do you want to say? Because we have some... Things coming out soon that you don't want to miss. The newsletter will be the place. There you go. All right. Well, thank you so much. You spent about half an hour hanging out with us, um, and we appreciate you letting us into your ear holes. You look great. Peace out, Cub Scouts.